Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 18. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You guys head to the rendezvous point. With Jimmy. It is not far. It's just a, a couple miles away from the compound, not in the direction you're going. You guys get there a little bit early. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy rolls up with a small cohort of Marines uh, with him. They're in, they are in their full battle suits. Are they on vulture bikes or? No, they're in like a like an armored personnel carrier kind of thing. Oh, nice. It is a wheeled vehicle properly. So this is like a military. They look like a military unit, yes. Pop out. Jim Rayner's, his armor, it looks like regular marine armor, except it's all black. It's not the standard blue that the rest of his crew seems to have. So he paints a big target on himself. And uh, on his visor, there's like an image of a skull that you can see. It's not until he raises it up. Sweet. Yeah, it looks pretty badass. Well, hey there, folks. Imogen is thinking, that's kind of creepy. Willie's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, that's awesome. On his shoulder, he's got this weird, uh, like, uh, not his actual shoulder, the armor shoulder. It's like that painted on there is this, like, spiral spine thing. that It, it has a very, like, Zerg feel to it. Uh, it's a little weird. Sort of, like, organic? Yeah, like bony organic. It's painted on there or it's like attached? It's painted on there. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, did he put a spine on his shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> or did it just get stuck? It's it like a Zerg. Yes. Like it's a distinct Zerg feel to it. Also, those suits just look so crazy. Ah, uh, they are so crazy. Looks awesome. So he pulls up, uh, I believe you had a delivery you wanted to make for one dear Matthew. Yes, for the Matthew Horner. Several of the Marines standing around are like trying to control themselves from giggling. <laughs> you just see the armor just shake a little just bit. Just a little bit. Shoulders. Out of the inside pocket of my jacket, I pull out the letter and I hand it over to Rainer and I remind him again that he is not to read it, that it is to be delivered to Matthew as soon as Rainer is to see him. Well, I'm hoping that's not too long. Got a couple things that you take care of first. Now, you two weren't going to be heading anywhere near the uh, factory in town today, were you? No, we're going quite the other direction today. Good. I recommend not being around town today. Just tip. Be careful. <laughs> totally worked for fraud. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> oh, lo- we're long past being careful. This is not fraudulent at all. <laughs> we're not very good Dominion citizens. No, this is treasonous, not fraudulent. Yeah, there's no tea in fraud. <laughs> uh, he wishes you a good day. He says, nice bike. Thank you, sir. All right, Raiders roll. Nice ride. Eh, gets us where we need to get going. They hop back in. And they sh- they're actually heading south. Not sure what path they're taking to get back to town. Oh, there's that river in the way. Yeah, maybe this thing is amphibious? You don't know. Maybe they're not taking it into town. That could also be true. I wonder All what right. they're going to do at the factory. Frauders fly. Frauders fly. <laughs> so everybody else has got a catchphrase. It's true. It is true. He's like, we're heading to the factory. And we're like, that's okay. We're taking our Zerg larva on a vacation. It's uh, you know, hidden in a backpack. It's fine. We're taking him to meet his family. 
You guys are heading north to the abandoned structures, correct? That is correct. To try to get some fuel salvage. I hope that we will find some fuel. I will need a two purple driving check. You have a black because there's the two of you on one vulture speeder bike. Okay. I will also need someone to make a survival check for you to know the right direction that you're going because you do not have GPS in this bike. Is that allowed to be combined? It can be. And I will also need someone to make a vigilance check. I can be watching out for dangers while she's driving, but we're both working together to get where we need to go. I think that's accurate. So driving check for Lily, vigilance check for Imogen, and a combined survival check. These are all two purples. Three successes on the driving. No problem. The thing handles all right. Failure, but advantage on the vigilance. I have some ideas. Uh, We need a combined survival check from the two. Four successes and one threat. You can take a strain, uh, but you know the right way to go. It's just a little, you got to go up through some narrow canyons, find a ramp kind of up, and then you're kind of on the high ground. It's a little bit jostling. So do we both take strain? Just Imogen, whoever makes the roll. Uh, no, the bike takes strain. Oh no, not old red. Because you gotta, you gotta backtrack a little bit. Your bike can sustain a total of five system strain. So not all that much. And does it have hit points? It's got five wound points as well. And we'll get to other stats as needed. Okay. Oh, we should have asked her if she had spider mines. She said she had a bunch of random stuff. She did. Lily didn't think of it. Speaking of spider mines. I failed the vigilance check. You failed a vigilance check. This is true. You're driving north, kind of dodging rocks here and there, putting a little bit of stress on the bike. When Imogen, you don't see something, but you hear like a strange, almost like chitter, but it's not like a zergling. Lily, I want you to make a vigilance check as well, except now it is a red and a purple. You had a failure with an advantage, so take a blue die. You just, you note that you hear something strange. You think there's any reason to upgrade this? Could be real dangerous. Got two story points here, so. Okay, then I will use it, and I will have a flashback. My flashback will be driving a hover bike. Okay. Where, what should I, I mean, I did have. Is this a, on the battlefield? Is this a. A joyride? Interesting. So unless, is there something that's kind of comparable for a battlefield? Uh, yeah, their vulture bikes are used by the military sometimes, usually as scouting vessels. But like that's where they're outfitted with like grenade launchers and the spider mines in question usually. So they're definitely, you have like a civilian model, except it has this space for spider mines. Obviously, military models, definitely that's a normal thing. Right. I'm trying to decide with because she has a Cerebrus resocialization. I don't know why, so it could easily be... You know what? Let's say she's on a scouting mission. She's kind of perceptive. So she's on a scouting mission for some reason, or she's on a lookout, or... I'm not saying it has to be Cerebrus. Okay, no, no, I like this. I have an important question. Mm-hmm. Does Lily have a last name? Washington. Perfect. Yes. She does not have a middle name, <laughs> but she knows. We'll get... Yeah, we'll get into that. You are on your speeder bike. You are... In uniform, uh-huh. you are with like a platoon of speeder bikes and the the other bikers. One of them kind of looks over and shouts, like, hey, we almost there yet. There's a guy, he's not very disciplined. He's got like a goatee. He's got some sunglasses. He's in uniform, but it's like just barely. And he said, what? We're going to be, are we almost there yet? Yeah, like, are we almost there yet, ma'am? Okay, okay. We're almost there yet, ma'am. Is he talking to me? He's talking to you. Oh, okay. And it's like he has to add that on. <laughs> I must say something. Yeah, you know you're you're just about there. You've got the coordinates. Uh, you're almost wherever you need to be. You're having to weave in and out through some canyons. Not so different from where you where you are now. 
Then I say, yeah, <laughs> my usual talkative self. Yep, you just stick to the mission. Yeah. You're doing that when you notice. I like how I get the flashback and make you do all this work about yeah, yeah, yeah. my character's history. You know you're there to capture a Zerg, not to kill them. Okay. Uh, and you guys have been outfitted with special spider mines that just latch on but don't explode. Okay, so then I'm saying, remember, in and out. Grab the bogey. Capture, not kill operation. It's a grab and bag. Grab and bag. It's like, yeah, I read you, man. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Colonel. And that's it. That's when it kind of fades back out. I got promoted again. It happens. Either that or I was pretending to be a colonel. That is also possible. The uniforms you had on were Cerberus uniforms. Okay. You saw the logo on the patch, on the shoulder rather, and you were on a capture mission. Uh, but it was a lot of vulture bike driving, which was the relevant part for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a reason why I love these things so much. Okay, three successes. Yeah, somehow I have a flashback and I notice. Yeah, you're plowing forward. You're kind of in the zone. You're like, right, capture, uh, not kill. And you kind of come back too. You see behind you, actually, a vulture spider mine, which you must have activated but been going so fast that you didn't immediately trigger. Make a two purple knowledge Terran check, Lily. You know it's bad news and explosive, but I'll tell you more. Two successes, one threat. Yeah, these are real bad news. So spider mines, they bury into the ground, so you can't generally detect them unless you have special sensors. Yeah. And if you walk over them, it's sort of like a landmine, except they will chase after you. Oh, okay. If you can get far enough away before they get to you, you can get safe. But for someone on foot, that's impossible. So we're going to have to lose it, is what you're saying. If you could blow it up at a distance, that's also feasible. Like a group of Marines, they will trigger it and they will start coming towards them and they'll just try to shoot it. But if you're one Marine, you're toast. Would handguns be able to hurt it? Handguns are definitely effective. It's a matter of can you do enough damage before it gets to you? Or can you simply outrun it? Or if we took a turn or something, would it, is there a chance it might hit something else? There is a good chance of that. It, they don't have smart AI systems. Uh, you take a strain because this is dangerous. Uh, you also know this is actually old Earth technology. Okay. It, but it, it was brought to the sector originally. It's just, it's old fancy mines. Can they be disabled? If you could sneak up on one or convince it you're a friend, you might be able to disable it. They have, uh, and I do have this written down, notoriously bad friend or foe determination. Marines everywhere say like, no, they always target us even though they're on our side. That's why they have the power suits. It's not really to help them. It's just to protect them from the spider mine. Yeah, friendly fire is a very serious problem. <laughs> Tank shells, from spider mines, nukes. Okay, so can I just try to take a turn to lose it so we don't have to... Yes, this will be a hard driving check. And if you fail it, the mine is going to get close to you. Right now it's at like medium range, we'll say. So, okay. I would like to take a shot at it. Okay. Taking a shot at it is at medium range. And I'll say there's two black dice because it's just, it's a small, fast moving target. Okay. Well, one of the reasons I was asking about disabling it was because I was wondering that if I could use a called shot to like hit it so that it like oh. run away or something so that it would latch onto something other than us. Yes, I will definitely let you do that. So you're applying of black dice for making things tiny. How does that interplay with the fact that targeting something adds black dice? You do not have the thing that lets you not add black dice. I only add one instead of two. You only have one then, we'll say. And it's your maneuver to aim for the small object. Okay. You're trying to take a shot. It is just, and it's like running along the ground, like skittering like a creepy spider. Oddly enough, it only has four legs. I will take extra strain so I can aim for a blue die also. Hold your breath for a second. Bang. So Lily points out the spider, says she's going to lose it. Bogey to the two o'clock? 
Lex is the worst soldier ever. That would mean it was in front of us. <laughs> is it six o'clock? Yeah. Bogies on your six is usually how it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst place for bogies to be. 6.30? Imogen, you are doing this from a fast-moving vehicle, though. So you're going to add another black die? I'm going to add another black die for that, yeah. Lily, you're just making a driving check? That's just... Yeah, but if Imogen says she's going to take a shot, I'll wait until she does. Yeah, she can get her shot, and then you'll... Make your driving check. Because I don't need to be making it harder for her. No, the GM's additional black die. <laughs> care of that. I missed that. Yes, because you introduced another failure. <laughs> well, you know, it's very difficult to shoot while you're on a very fast-moving vehicle. You take a couple shots at it, you get close. But these things are very fast, and they're very small. They are designed for war. And you said it's a hard driving check? That is three purples, and I'm making one of them red. Two successes. You managed to get around the corner fast enough after Imogen takes a few pot shots. You gun it a little bit. You don't stress the system out too much. You push it to the limit, but not over. Get just around the corner and you hear the mine. It tries to follow you around the corner, but it has dumb tracking. So it like tries to go through the wall or through the, the canyon uh, wall. Hits it and you hear a good size explosion on the other side. Uh, that would seem you are safe for the moment. Until we can get a, round up a bunch of them and take them to the Zerg. That is a strategy. Marines would often complain that the Zerg do exactly that to them. <laughs> that the, the mines would be planted, you know, they trigger on Zerglings. Problem is Zerglings run into their face, and so the mine goes to the Zergling and blows up and kills both of them. Nice. Significant problem. That came out of nowhere. Yep. You're going to press on north? Yeah. Let me know if you see any more. Yeah. Give me some... Because they're not hidden under the ground or anything. Yeah, give me some average perception checks. You know, you're essentially not going to have any chance to see them while they're under the ground. You just don't have the right equipment. Failure with two advantages. I mean, I could heal strain. No, there's none. It's fine. I will say you guys are making some good progress. There is creep in this area. But we hover above it. You are hovering above it, which is good. Does Snowball seem to notice the mine or anything? Not particularly. He's kind of in your backpack. Uh, so he does. Is he okay. interested by the creep? Ooh. Does he realize when we get above it? He probably does poke his head out once you are over the creep, yes. Do we need to stop for him to eat or something? Is there a good place to sit down? Well, there's creep everywhere, so no. <laughs> we could just hang him off the edge, have a drink as we go by. We could slow down <laughs> and get scoops him up. Yeah, you seem to be just in a field of creep. Don't see any Zerg actively right now, but that doesn't mean they're not under the ground. Do you want to, well, are, are we going too fast to collect some and we have these sample jars. Yeah, you're, you have probably have to get out of the, the bike to collect some samples. Okay, okay, we couldn't just reach down. Probably, well, I mean, it'd be really dangerous. And I can't slow down enough to do it? Or it'd be dangerous because you're reaching down or we're moving or what? Since the bike is hovering off the ground, you're like reaching down four feet. Okay. Like you could hold Imogen's legs while she's doing it, but... This is not just leaning over off of a bicycle. No. If there's any spots where I can just set the bike that's not in... But we did feed him. He seems happy enough. Am I getting anything from him? Yeah, he, he's definitely taking an interest now that you're over the creep. Like he was just kind of hanging out in your backpack. Okay. He pops his head out. I mean, is there a good spot to, like, sit down where I'm not going to get the bike all sticky? Give me a, a three purple perception check, Lily. One threat. You don't see any good places here. Okay. But you do see, like, a zergling kind of pop out. Ooh. Okay. So maybe we'll just get closer to our destination unless something seems like it's going to... I don't see anything. Yeah, the zergling pops out and definitely takes notice of your bike. Okay. And starts headed your way. As I assume, like, you slow down trying to look for an area. Yeah. 
What does Snowball think of the Zergling? Snowball does not react especially to the Zergling. Under, I would say Lily, you get a, a sense of, uh, a sense is like, uh, like bogeys detected. Okay, but he's not trying to warn us. <laughs> he seems to know that we can tell. Yeah, like you, you saw it, you react in some way. Okay, interesting. So he's tuned into us a little bit. A little bit, at least. He made his knowledge Terran check. Yeah. How close is it? The Zergling? Yeah. He's probably long range now, but headed in your way. Are you guys still headed north? Yeah. You're like getting just off the creep. I will keep my eye on that Zergling and be aiming. If it gets within medium range, I'll take a shot at it. Okay. He is running towards you, and he's just about to cross in medium range. When he triggers a spider mine... And there's now you guys on a vulture, a zergling chasing you, and a spider mine chasing the zergling. Okay, so all you need to do is kneecap him. Yes, yeah, so just don't let the zergling catch you, or you'll get blown up by the spider mine. Okay. Because like zergling, not a not the biggest threat, particularly when you're on a spider, uh, the bike. Yeah. But this zergling is fast. I like the idea of kneecapping him. Okay. He gets to just medium range, and you can make your. I am making my called shot. Okay. To hobble him. So you do this with one black die, right? Plus another black die for being on the bike. For being on the bike, yep. Plus taking strain to aim for a blue die. Uh, I will say, Lily, if you want to make a driving check first, you might be able to negate this black die. Yeah, I'll try to be a little bit more steady. Just two purples. Okay. Steady. Steady. One success, three advantages. Can I give her a blue die? Yes. You can line it up the shot for her pretty nice. And uh, stabilize a little bit. So yes, remove that black, and you get an extra blue. I'm going to also use a story point. Oh ho! Success with four advantages. You kneecap the zergling. You do enough damage, not to kill it, but to slow it down. It slows down for like just long enough, but the spider mine catches up to it, blows up on both of them, and there's zerg bits all over the place. Kaboom! That explosion has definitely caught the attention of more Zerg in the area. Okay. They're a little too far away to catch up to you right now. But they're in the creep? They're on the creep. Okay. And they've, they've popped up. You went fast, and while well, you're hovering, you're not as noticeable to the Zerg who are underground. Okay. As it turns out. Are you doing anything with these four advantages? I will give you advantages on your perception checks as you approach some abandoned structures. Alright, combined perception check. This is two purples. I'll say that generally, like, you see the abandoned structures, clearly, like, a decrepit command center, uh, a broken down barracks, uh, things like that. Five successes. Inside the command center, which is like the walls are totally shattered. Uh, there's, this building is not salvageable in any way. You do find some dinosaur juice that you can use to power this vulture bike. This is enough fuel to get you to the, to the science vessel and, like, back to town if you want. Okay. So you do not have to worry about fuel unless like something happens to your bike and you develop a leak. Is there nothing we can take extra or we just can find enough? You had five successes but no advantages? Correct. Uh, and you did a combined check of all of you? Yep. If you wanted to spend extra time, you could, but you did just, you know, kick up a hornet's nest of Zerg. You may be headed your way. Yeah, that's a good point. It's your call. But you're on a bike, so you're making a much better time getting to the science vessel. We could probably buy gas in town, too. You can absolutely do that. What kind of command center place is this? Was this place destroyed by the Protoss cleansing? Is this Dominion? Te- is this Command Federate? Is this Old Earth? What? Yeah, give me a, a two purple knowledge turn. Success with two threats. This looks like Old Confederate, is what your take is. You do manage to find like a sign that says like backwater like outpost. Uh, there's a couple of bunkers and stuff. You have two threats. 
Tetanus. Tetanus, no. Or maybe we just need to get out of here before the Zerg. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to those threats for possible later use. We can come to back to this place later once, you know, we're not bringing an army of Zerg after us. That definitely will help. Uh, you do know you can head east and there's another, the part of the map just east of where you are wasn't, it was sort of here be dragons on a Lee June's display. But you're pretty sure there is a ramp down and ramp up somewhere. Are we headed to a high location? Yes, the science vessel crashed on like a high ground. You're on a high ground now. You might be able to just get there directly. If not, you should be able to go down to the lowlands and back up. All right, well, I say we take the direct route. Okay, give me, once again, an average driving check. And Imogen, give me a two purple vigilance check. Do I still have the black die for the extra person? You do. Okay. Until you like are able to modify do some serious mods to this bike, you're going to have that problem. Okay. Like, you need a sidecar. Okay. Vigilance is failure with advantage. Duly noted. Three successes with an advantage. You guys are headed east. You are making some progress when... Interesting. Oh. Okay. I actually do need Lily. I need a... Yes, sir. Two purple vigilance check. (laughs) Okay. The ride is a bit bumpy in places. Uh, You know, even though you're hovering... You re- it reacts to the terrain a little bit. One failure. Okay. I... Okay, you don't notice anything. Nope, but I'm happy to be driving this thing. Oh yeah, it's it's super great drive. You know you're doing well. There is another field of creep, but you don't trigger anything over it. It looks like there's just kind of canyon wall straight to the east. So you kind of have to go to the down and back up. Is can we there stop at the very edge of this creep so that we can put the bike down not on the creep? Sorry, where do you want to stop? If we stop just before the creep starts, then we could see if Snowball wanted a snack. Oh, yes. I think that'd be that'd be good. Without getting our bike creepified. Okay, so you stopped just before. Yeah, because I didn't see anything. <laughs> so. I think not. None of you notice anything unusual. You pop out. Give me vigilance checks, I assume. Yeah, stand watch. Yeah. Yes, give me two purple vigilance checks. Advantageous failure again. Two advantages. I got a success, a triumph, and two threats. Okay, so here's what's happening. The creep tumor in the center of this field uh-huh. of creep. That's sort of like what generates and sustains the creep. It is actually like bleeding profusely. Something has damaged it. Okay. And it wasn't you guys. <laughs> it actually looks like this creep tumor is probably going to die. It's not going to make it. This creep is going to evaporate. Another thing you notice, Lily, like you can smell gasoline a lot. And you notice there's a big old spine sticking out of your fuel tank. Oh, man. We have a leak. You didn't even notice it because it was a bumpy ride. Right, right, right. And you look at the fuel gauge. Oh. It's getting real low. We just got this fuel. And you just filled up. We did. Imogen, look. But that, like, that wasn't there before. That's new. Yeah. Is this where all our threats went? That's where somebody's triumph went. Wait. Not your triumph. Oh. A bad guy's triumph went. That was a bad guy's triumphant failure. <laughs> Trying to stop your bike, but... Can we stuff the hole or something? Sounds like a mechanic's trick to me. Yeah. You know what? Creep is pretty sticky gooey. <laughs> Imogen, that's your solution to everything. We'll, we'll just cover it in creep. We need to get you duct tape, I think. I mean, it's the equivalent of duct tape here. This is a purple and a red because I'm spending a point. I'm just trying to... Okay, fine. I've got a soldering iron. I melt stuff. You're going to bring a high temperature next to this gasoline. Is that correct? No, I wanted to use creep to coat it. (laughs) 
trying to get a blues dye here. Looking for creative solutions. I have a limited tool set. Yeah, I don't think I can give you a blue dye for creep. If you had had advantages when you were scavenging in the structures, you might have come across something, but you didn't. Well, I succeed anyway. Okay, you're, you're able to staunch the flow of gas for now. You will want to get that fixed more permanently, and you have already lost a significant amount of fuel. Okay. Is this a hydralisk spine? Ah, you know what? Make a two purple knowledge zerg check. Either one of you can do this or both. I have no idea. I hold it up and I say, is this a hydralisk spine? <laughs> Mine was a wash, so I'm like, oh. Hold it out to Snowball. Hey, hey boy, what do you think? What do you think? Go fetch. He does not fetch. He is kind of enjoying the creep. Let me, I'll take a sample of it in one of the sample jars. I will be looking around because I do not know when we got hit by this thing. Uh, you were looking around, you can see like a trail of gasoline going back a little ways. No, you could giant. light it and see how far back it goes. That's one inventive solution. No giant monsters visible. You don't see any visible. It's Snowball, however, is suddenly very active and like looking around. Okay, probably time to go. He's, he's groaning a bit. I say, time to go. Back you say, uh, France just fly. <laughs> and that is when you see, off in the distance, a little ways to the north, uh, a creature a little bigger than a hydralisk. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that sort of looks like a scorpion, maybe, but not really. This is the unidentified zone. Give me two purple perception checks. Success with two advantages. Just a wash. Image it. This thing is already bleeding, and it looks like it is crawling towards you. It looks kind of scary, definitely, uh, but it's already been heavily injured by something. Doing a fright check? This is a new zerg. No. It is a new zerg, but it actually, it doesn't look as uh, engineered for combat as it could be. I mean, it, it, it's big, it looks armored, it's bigger than a hydralisk. It does seem to have some spines that it's able to throw. You're looking at the spine that hit your bike. It's a little smaller than a hydralisk spine, actually. You said it looks injured. Oh yeah, definitely bleeding. Does it have gunshot wounds? Or does it have explosions or what? You had advantages? Yes. It has some hydralis spines sticking out of it, actually. Some Zerg don't like it? Zerg on Zerg crime. Wow. Oh, somebody's got like brain implants on hydralisks and is controlling them. That is a possibility. No sign of tech on this thing? You do not see any signs of tech. However, this thing is like, it's got the like long range. It's like, and again, it is slow crawling towards you and like it falters every couple of steps i am going to walk towards it uh your gun is out i assume or yes my gun is out okay. and my gun is medium range you are brave i'm courageous courageous and established that it was not as scary looking it, i would say it's imposing but it just it doesn't look as like full of teeth and blades as many others are and it looks like it's on its last legs so i am and it's got a lot of legs I am interested in either ushering it to its end times or having it collapse before I get there. <laughs> Just, you're going to scare the pants off it. How close is it to the creep? You guys are like on the edge of the creep, so it's long range to the creep. Okay, so because I don't know what creep does for these things. So I'm going to follow Imogen. Do you guys leave the bike where it is? If she's just going to go ahead, then I'm not going to let her go by herself. Okay. I leave Snowball over there. <laughs> Snowball can guard the bike, so like, yeah. you put him on guard duty, he's vigilant. You guys are slowly approaching. The creature kind of like takes a step. It looks up, it clearly sees you. Uh, and that is when it actually speaks. This creature doesn't have an apparent mouth. It does have a torso, a vague sense of a face, like eyes, claw, hands. It can speak? It somehow it's able to speak. It doesn't have an obvious mouth. Neither do the Protoss. It's kind of a, a, a raspy, vaguely female voice. The fuck? Yeah. 
uh, and it's not quite the reverb of like the Protoss, but if you can imagine an insect talking, it's kind of like that. It's, it's a foolish Terrence. This, <coughs> this territory belongs to the swarm. <coughs> Is this like a brood mother or something? Huh, that's an interesting idea. Make a two purple knowledge nerd check. Failure with advantage. You're not sure, but it definitely seems like a much, like a Zerg that's capable of thought. All right. And it's, it is hobbling, definitely. Like it tries to raise one of its talons as though to menace, but it is severely injured. Well, it's out of range for me. Are you going to shoot it? Are we at medium range? You are at medium range. Do you wish to shoot it? I do. Okay. It did not say anything that was parlay-ish. That is your prerogative. Since I can't shoot, I'm just going to look around and make sure that she's not joined by anybody else. Okay. Give me a two purple perception. We'll make Lily go first here. One advantage. You don't know if you see any other Zerglings? On this creature, there's no tech implanted on her. But you see it looks like where her talons have like smashed through an antenna or something metal. There's like bits of it that are still she smashed through at some point. I'm gonna aim and shoot. Does she have any range defense? She does have one range defense. She's got like an armored body. One level of adversary as well. Oh my goodness. I will use one story point. Successful triumph with two threats. What is your ideal situation here? You just take her out or like you cripple her? I'm not gonna like interrogate her. I don't think that there's anything to be gained there. I was approaching one because it was a threat, but two, because even if she collapsed dead before menacing us, I want to get samples. Okay. The best case is she kills her and a piece of her flies, a good piece, right into our jar. Yeah. If it costs a triumph to dispatch her, I don't know how far gone she was. My gun would have done like seven damage, but... I think the triumph is, narratively, you can dispatch her. It's a perfect shot. Imogen looks even cooler than she is. Line a few shots. Even cooler than climbing climbing up and stabbing the thing in the face. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, this time I'll wait till it's dead before I cut off a chunk to stick in a jar. <laughs> she falls down, or she like collapses. Her only dying words are, you will corrupt no more of my brood. Okay. Sounds like this lady doesn't like that people are sticking boxes on the heads of Zerg. I was trying to do something about it. I was probably chased off by hydralisks or other things with boxes on their heads. That's my guess. Both of you can make a two purple knowledge Zerg check at this point. One success, one threat. Two successes, two threats. Those threats are going to be strained. As you like, you're coming off the adrenaline. You killed this very clearly dangerous Zerg who is an intelligent Zerg and probably controlling the local Zerg, you realize... They're all going to go crazy now? Well, not like insane crazy, but they're totally feral. They're going to be very unpredictable. You might have been um, able to measure their tactics before. Now it's not going to be clear. That's good and bad, but... So I can load up the bike and we can take it over there. Yeah. Or if you want to start getting the sample, that way we're not as far from the bike. I can bring it over. Yep. Imogen, give me an average now like serve check to like what's the best part of this to collect. Advantageous failure. Okay, I mean, you just grab a bunch of different things. The spine, that looks important. Do we have enough time for you to just call Lee June and see if she wants one? You guys are out of Okay, we're out of range. Yeah. Okay. You have to be like on a civilized planet to, or have like a ship to boost the signal. I'm not used to having the vulture bike getting so far so fast. <laughs> I take a bunch of stuff, but I also reserve one jar in case there's a way to get it to Neiman. Hmm. Okay, bunch of different pieces, bunch of different things. Who knows what they are? Oh, yes, that's she's collapsed in a heap. Do we have an encounter ending that we can recover strain? This is the end of the encounter, yes. You can certainly recover some strain. 
How did Snowball see, like, I think he wasn't as hungry, but did he seem, like, more contented by eating the creep? Or did he seem like he just liked the sweet tea way better, or it's hard to tell? Your best assessment is he actually does like the sweet tea better, but the creep is, like, the creep is more nutritious for him, but the sweet tea just <laughs> tastes so good. Okay, okay. So I don't even know if the sweet tea is actually any good for him. Just yeah. that he likes it. Okay. Definitely he likes the sweet tea, though. You know, but he's got to eat his vegetables. He wants to grow into a big, strong zerg. Of whatever kind. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I have some creep for Snowball. At least a jar of it. Sure. I've got some brood mother bits. bits. Sample. So I guess we get back on the bike and go. Yeah, I patched it up so we won't leak any more out. So whatever attacked her attacked this creep tumor, maybe. It's a good chance that... If this creep tumor was like her operating base. It would probably like fit in something that she installed, but. Right, so whoever doesn't like her wouldn't like it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You guys head down the ramp, leaking just a little bit of fuel all along the way, but it's not too bad. I thought I patched the leak. Oh, you, pa- you patched the leak, but you are just down fuel, such that getting back to town will not be feasible. You guys notice pretty obviously it's not hiding. A pair of zerglings, they are charging up a ramp when you see them both in quick succession, get impaled by hydralis spines. And I would like a two purple perception check. I have success with threat. Two successes? You can see up the ramp a little ways. One, your science vessel off in the distance. It's like a little bit uh, ajar, but it, it's not like smoking or anything. Well, that's it's been out for three years, so we would expect that. It looks relatively intact. And oh, you also see a large hydralisk with some implant on his head. He does not look friendly at all. He cuts down those Zerg and goes back to a patrol motion right by the uh, science vessel. In this area, it's got creep all over it, but you don't think it's, uh, that's creep, that's helpful to him right now. So he seems to be patrolling back and forth, back and forth. Hmm. <laughs> right. Friend of yours, Snowball? Lily, Snowball's giving you the vibe like bogey. Okay. Definitely not a friend of Snowball's. It looks like it's been all military-like. Yeah, it definitely has a similar demeanor. It's definitely got the same kind of tech. But no, he's saying bogey. I mean, do you approach? Snowball's talking to you? Well, no, he's just like, I guess. (laughs) 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 Can't you hear him? Can't you tell? I... She said I... I concentrate really hard on Snowball. Give me your discipline check, your two purple discipline. I mean, what is my sense of it? Is it like he's he's not talking? It's maybe... I mean, it's like he's clearly pointing out. I mean, he doesn't use the same hand. He doesn't have hands to make the hand signals, but he's... Okay, so he's making gestures, and I'm probably also getting some, like, maybe he's communicating telepathically, but I don't know that. I'm just going to say, well, he's, look how he's pointing. Yeah, 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 that's your interpretation. Yeah, I don't know that Lily completely understands that she may be getting more information than the body language. So we'll just attribute it to that. I'm like, see? I have failure with advantage. Yeah, Snowball's a brick wall. You're you're not sure. All right. You're not even sure if he's there right now. What do you do? What's the terrain like? Uphill. It's kind of like dry, rocky, dusty, followed by creep. Rocks large enough to hide behind? Can we stash the bike somewhere and sneak up to the ship? That is a possibility. I will say that the Hydralis, though, is keeping a tight perimeter around the ship unless he's, like, actively defending against something that has pulled him away. Ramming speed? That's another possibility. 
Oh, yeah, we could just try to fly into the thing. Attach a lance to the side of the vulture bite. No. I could just run up and see if he takes commands. That is a possibility. Now, if he doesn't, that's going to be a bad time. Well, he'll probably shoot me, but all I have to do is survive that. <laughs> all I have to do is not die, and I live. Yeah. Is he with an earshot? If you wanted to shout to him, you probably could. Okay, then what is the thing you can... Has he seen us coming or he just doesn't... Are we in, we're in eyesight or he doesn't care? Probably he has not seen you since you're... Like you saw him shoot the Zerg lanes and those kind of are at the extent of his range. And you're like craning to look for him, but... Okay. So you're probably like outside his range of interest. Then I'm going to go closer. There's no point in him knowing there's two of us. Okay, are you sneaking closer or you, you make yourself known? Yeah, I'm going to make myself known. Am I going to be able to provide cover fire if necessary? If you get into medium range, but then you'll be... That's about the same range as the Hydralisk. How far is the Hydralisk from us? It is right now long range. It is right by the ship? It is right by the ship. So this might be a dumb idea, but that's never stopped Lily. DVD. What is... Don't be dumb, but she does. As soon as I'm close enough to see him better, but I'm not in range of his spikes, but probably a little closer than that because of her recklessness, I want to call out whatever you would call if you're a friendly. Whatever a soldier would say to announce themselves. Right. Like you see another... An allied unit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a friendly or stand down soldier or whatever. Okay, okay. You call out... Like, whoa, I'm friendly. We're part of the same unit. Yeah, stand down. I'm a friendly. Give me a charm check. This is going to be two purples. You don't want me to do leadership? If you want leadership. It depends, like, are you giving him an order or are you just saying you're a friendly? I'll just say I'm a friendly. I'll you're just, friendly. I'll stick with the general I'm a soldier thing, but not necessarily his... Not a colonel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a colonel. Oh, three failures. The Hydralist definitely hears this, looks in your general direction launches a spine you're just outside the range right uh it hits just below your feet i would like a two purple fear check <laughs> as you realize he could take a step at any moment and be in range and roll discipline two successes all right you were not deathly afraid i still think oh shit yeah it's like okay you might be friendly he is not i kind of step back what does he do if you step back he goes back to patrolling okay and he's not watching me or anything he seems generally aware of you, but it's not like he's staring at you. Okay, then I will step back quickly and then go back to Imogen, see if he's tracking me. And I say, didn't work. <laughs> you don't say. But he didn't come after me. Maybe he's not supposed to move a certain distance away if he's guarding it that tightly. He, it. <sighs> you don't know Zerg biology. No, I named the last one. It's not like <laughs> giving him a gender is the first thing I do. Give me a two purple knowledge Zerg check. Lily, since you've got a closer look at this creature. Two successes, two threats. Okay, the threats are going to be strained. This is definitely, this Hydralisk is a little bit bigger than others that you've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some strains that are bigger and nastier than others. But you notice it seems to move a little bit slower. Okay. Particularly for being on creep. But it's, as you already noted, very sort of methodical patrols back and forth. Okay. Is it just the brain implant or are there other implants as well? Oh, that's a good point. Make another perception check. Two purples. Lily was just right up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lily, you were closer. You could definitely see his, like, talons. Mm -hmm. They've definitely been, like, augmented with some kind of metal. They're not just bones. So other things have been done to this Hydralisk. Okay. So a combined perception roll here produces two successes, an advantage, and a triumph. Okay. Is there something we can target on the Hydralisk? There is definitely something you can target on the implant. It'll screw up whatever its orders were. It probably won't make it a friendly, but it might kind of free the Hydralisk for whatever that's going to do. You also notice uh, he's actually got a set of goggles. 
so this hydralis has probably been augmented to see in the dark as well. The spines themselves don't seem to have been augmented. He's better equipped than we are. He is. Maybe if we can disrupt the implant, maybe then he'll get angry and attack something other than us. That is a possibility. What would you like to do? His spines have the same range as my gun. They do. So it would have to be a, a cool off to see who gets the shot first. We could try to sneak up. Or I could provide a distraction. I think you can provide a distraction and I'll try to shoot the thing off. Which is the opposite of how we were doing things on the other planets. <laughs> and perhaps very foolish, as you're much better at a gun than I am. But, you know, Imigan's got that targeted shot. She's very good at shooting small things. And I'm already heading around to the other side. <laughs> it was already said and you're already doing it. <laughs> Imogen is just speaking to the air now. <laughs> All right, Lily. You are trying to cause a distraction. What are you doing to do that? What I was going to do is going to sneak up around the other way. And I'm going to be doing this all once I, well, we'll see if he notices me with the stealth check or whatever, or however you want to say it. But I do have- So you want to flank him first. Yeah, but I do have this sidestep that I would like to engage. So I don't have a problem just shooting at him. That could be a distraction. I could just get up and shoot him with the shotgun. I like the sidestep idea. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> okay, so give me a stealth check first. Red and two purples. He is vigilant. Well, I'm trying to make a distraction, so even if I don't make this, that's probably going to help. Yeah, if you make it, like, you'll have some cover for when you want to pop out and irritate him. We have a chance to really get shot up in this one. <laughs> Work on your medical skill. One success, two advantages. You are really good at stealth, so you're able to sneak up. Snowball follows orders. Yeah, snowball's in your backpack. Oh, that's right, in the backpack. I totally forgot about Snowball. So you have the, the Hydralis kind of flanked, such that when he goes to turn at you, Imogen will be flanking him. So you will uh, upgrade her attack. I guess the question is, how much do I trust Snowball? Because I could let him out. He's indestructible, right? Snowball shield? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty tough. <laughs> okay. No, I wasn't going to use him as a shield, but I could let him out. So the biggest risk to Snowball here is probably the spider mines. Those could definitely blow him up. Okay, you know what? He's staying in my backpack. We don't need his slow little tubby self to be... I mean, I named him. <laughs> <laughs> I did name the vulture too. Am I close enough to even shoot him? You can take the sidestep or you can shoot him at this point. Both are going to get his attention, obviously. I will say you succeeded. You had advantages. So you're giving him an extra black die when he's going to fire back at you. I'll shoot at him. I'm not I'm not going to do any called shots or anything because probably I can't. And it's also a shotgun. <laughs> so. Yes, you're at short range. Uh, he, so that's one purple, except he is adversary one. So that is a red. He has one range defense, and I'm upgrading it. So it is a purple, a red, and a black. One failure. Blast off in his direction. Uh, but he's pretty quick. He notices at the last second and kind of ducks down real low and readies a spine. So, Lily, you sort of triggered this. Imogen and Hydralisk need a... I'm like a failure, like I wasn't trying to get his attention. Yeah. <laughs> so like Lily sort of default has the first slot. I need a cool check from you, Imogen. This guy will roll Vigilance. 3.1. Oh, bad news. You gotta try it. Oh yeah, 3.3. Okay, so Lily sort of triggered it. He gets to go. Lily just shot at him, so he is going to fire back at Lily. Lily, you do not have any defense. You succeeded the stealth, so you do have some cover. Okay. And you upgrade, so he is going to be coming at you. He's rolling two yellows and a green against a red and a black. Would you like to upgrade his difficulty? That will add a purple for him. I'll use it. Maybe the science lab will have some nice medical equipment. Okay, well, this is an interesting roll. Uh-oh. Uh, a couple things happen. You <laughs> get hit. He has a triumph. 
So he will induce a critical injury to you. Okay. Eight damage, first of all. Minus your soap. Uh, and if you would like to roll D100. Woo! 97! Okay, that's a bad time. That is crippled. Oh. One of your limbs has been crippled and is not usable. It's like I'm right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Congratulations. You're the pincushion of this game. <laughs> let's see. Let's roll randomly for arms or legs, shall we? Or unless it depends on what kind of cover I got. Yes, yeah, true. You had some cover, so he would have hit you in the shoulder. Uh, so your left arm, like there's a huge spine sticking out of it. You hear some bone crunch and you cannot move it. Ow. Okay. Good thing my weapon's two-handed. That's okay. Imogen's going to shoot him. <laughs> he has a despair. Imogen, you see like he's totally exposed the back of his transmitter, where it goes like into his brain is exposed. If you hit that, you might be able to just like shut it, shut down his nervous system entirely, not just the transmitter. I'm giving you an upgrade, but narratively that's what's happening. Okay, then I will use the last story point. Two successes, one advantage, and one triumph. I will say that is enough to stay on target. System shutdown. Ah, uh, yeah, like the vent is just exposed for a moment as he had to turn completely against you to face Lily to uh, launch his devastating strike at her. You carefully line up the shot, kind of hold your breath, the whole world focuses in, and the camera follows the bullet in. Uh, as it doesn't hit the antenna, it goes straight in, not severs the neural connection, but like what a little brain he has left that hasn't been re-implanted uh, is destroyed. Because, you know, it had to have some ventilation to the outside. Because <laughs> the machinery runs too hot. Because the machinery runs too hot. You get close enough, you hear it's the fans spin up. Yeah, and Zerg, they don't do well with uh, lots of heat. The Hydralis, like, doesn't even have a chance to scream. It just slumps over. And it's like, it's otherwise completely intact. One key bullet uh, does the trick. Imogen, queen of the Hydralis cunt. Imogen's got those, that's two, two Zergs. She just bang, bang. Yep. I mean, the one was almost dead already. You're hiding behind a rock over there. So I'm not aware that you were just speared. Yeah. I go up to the Zerg to collect samples. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to curse. <laughs> Fucker hurts like hell. And I'm, I want to look and see if anything's coming out of this station. Okay. Or if we attracted attention. Sure, give me a two purple perception check. Don't need my arm for that. No. They're like, no, you have to block the sun, and that's uh... a... <laughs> I ordered Snowball to block the sun. Oh, perfect. Oh, one advantage, one failure. So I don't see anything. Okay, uh, you do have an advantage. Uh, you can see there is an obvious door. Into the vessel. Okay. Uh, you didn't notice anything coming in or out. You're, just, you're not sure. Okay. Then I will just keep an eye out until Imogen is done. I wanted to extract the devices. Give me an average mechanics check. Eh, you know what? It's average, but I'm going to make one of them red because I got all these points. Failure. They are very well integrated into this hydralisk. All right. So I can just take some tissue. You can take some tissue. You can maybe like snap off an antenna. Okay. But like it, it's designed to like take the knocks. It just happened to expose itself in just the wrong way. It had a despair. You had a triumph. Okay. Then I will catch up to Lily, and I will be appalled at the mess that is her shoulder. Yeah. It's real bad. Hurts like a son of a bitch. I will make a medicine check, not to heal the crit, but to deal with the immediate bleeding. Okay. That makes sense. So I don't have to walk around with a spike? I mean, you might be walking around with a bunch of gauze on your shoulder. How many wounds have you taken compared to your wound threshold? Four points. Unfortunately, all I'm able to do is heal three strain. That's great, because I was up to five. I mean, this medkit's got a lollipop, so you feel a lot better. But I'm not bleeding all over, and there's not a spike sticking on my shoulder still. Right, but movement is, is tricky, and it's very painful. 
but I don't want to try to treat that out here. This is a science vessel. And so I'm hopeful that there'll be some sort of sweet medical bay inside that maybe there'll be something that can improve our chances of me properly treating your arm. Good idea. Is a possibility. If you want to open the door and that could be the end of the episode, that's fine too. Did you want to describe what we saw when the door was open? Is that what you're looking for? No, I'm saying you go up to open the door and it's locked. Oh. <laughs> like you get ready, you hold your breath, like it could be anything in there. You're like, oh, come on. <laughs> he didn't want to start the thing with us <laughs> finding out the door is locked. Can we just wave snowball in front of the keyhole? Oh, yeah, we'll see. And come up with many interesting ideas for next week. You guys can take 15 more experience murdering a, a Zerg brood mother. And that Hydralisk was possibly going to be a much tougher opponent, but man, he gets a despair. You get that triumph. I can't not give that to you. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.